0: Hammerdown Racing Report, and now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report for Thursday, March 9th.
1: We're a third third of the way through the month. Pull that
0: that microphone a little closer. Uh, Oh, yeah. I
1: I adjusted my chair. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, you know, I forgot. Yeah. It's third of the way through March already.
0: Yeah, racing starts next week. Yeah, we'll be or, talking about that. Well, it's scheduled to start next week.
1: All right, I'll buy that.
0: Show number 271. It's got Hammer Ron Miller coming at you from the uh, Hammerdown Down Racer Report uh, studio. Yeah. Sponsored by John Young Racing, Racing for First Responders, and Dave Kemmer. Uh, make sure to uh, like us on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter, all that stuff. Follow us there if you don't already. And if you do, thank you. We appreciate that. It helps us. Tonight on the show, we'll be uh, speaking with Katie Hedinger, the uh, youngster from, I believe she's from uh, Dryden, Michigan, but she I races so. mostly in the, the Southwest. Uh, she's the first uh, female winner of uh, the World Series of Stock Car Racing, uh, one of the that features WSOS down there. WSOS
1: Series, yep.
0: In a pro late model. So, uh, yeah, and she's been making a name for herself quite a bit, I guess. One quite she she uh, youngest uh, winner in a late model at Hickory. She's got a lot of accomplishments, well, and
1: she comes by a real naturally. A uh, lot of family names, a lot of family. You're familiar history. with the name? Okay. Absolutely.
0: So she should be calling us in uh, just a few minutes. Also got some news on that uh, Lorraine Motorsports Complex. Remember? Uh, yeah, talked about that about a year ago, and it's been kind of quiet. There was a meeting on uh, Monday, and uh, I got some some uh, inside scoop on that. Talked to Chris really? McCrone uh earlier today. So we we'll, things uh,
1: that I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Scott.
0: Yeah. There was a newspaper article published Monday, I think, or maybe yeah. it was yesterday. Bob Stazak uh, pointed me in that direction. And okay. then I followed up on that with uh, Chris and, and got some details because it was a confusing article. And we'll we'll touch on all those details in a little okay. bit. And uh uh Late Model Driver's gonna be making his uh NASCAR Cup Series debut coming that up. That
1: was exciting. I thought that was
0: really cool. April. So we'll uh, we'll let the cat out of the bag on that coming up in just a little bit as well. First, got kind of to thanks Big D's Pizza and Clyde. Order online right now. Order Big D's Pizza.com or uh, give them a call, 419 547 1444. Check out the uh, new Chicken Bacon Ranch with Cheese.
1: Chicken Bacon Ranch with Cheese. Yeah. Is it a wrap or is it's it a sandwich? A- Okay,
0: I believe I believe I didn't update the price. I think it's just six ninety nine. Ooh! Uh, and those seafood seafood specials I was talking about uh, yeah. for Lent, I, right. I wrote them down this time. They have shrimp, uh, lake walleye, and lake perch. Ooh! Which I'm guessing is better than uh, river walleye and river perch, but I don't know because I don't know anything about fish or pond or, or pond. <laughs> yes, yeah. swamp. Uh, yeah. So the good stuff there at uh, Big D's uh, in Clyde, big on taste, not on price. Uh, new sponsor uh, as of last week, DCR Graphics. Make sure to uh, support them, especially if uh, you're looking for uh, a wrap on your car, some graphics uh, for your race car this year. Um, and I, I guess we'll talk more about them here in just a little bit because that sounds
1: like it could be an incoming call
0: from North Carolina, actually. Ooh. So let's uh, check that out. Hammer Down uh, Racing Report. This is Katie. Yep. Hey, Katie, how's it going? It's uh, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hey, good evening, Katie. How are you? I'm good. Good. Welcome to the show. Uh, you have uh, done quite a bit in your very young racing career, although I guess you started uh, at age four, and, and you've already been racing for 11 years, right?
2: Yeah. I started racing quarter midgets when I was four, um, and then I switched to micros on dirt, and I ran those for about two years. Um, and then I switched to junior light models, women's Le models, and
1: then now pro light models.
0: And you've you've grown up uh, around racing. You get gotta- yeah. I,
1: I was wondering if your if your family has a problem with you going to the dark side. You know, cars with fenders racing on pavement. It doesn't sound like the Hettinger family.
2: <laughs> no, um, my grandpa raced and my dad raced, and my dad my dad ran a little bit of everything. Uh, but my grandpa, he raced pavement.
0: And, and you've raced a, a little bit of everything, and uh, I just saw you just announced that you're going to be doing some micro-sprint racing at Millbridge, I believe, uh, What yeah. starting next week.
1: That starts next week. That's that's one of my favorite uh, podcasts or, or uh, shows. Your favorite uh,
0: Wednesday night watches. Oh, it absolutely Tuesday is. Tuesday nights, whenever it is, yeah.
2: Yeah, that starts next week on the 15th. I'm really excited for that. Um, when I ran micros a few years ago, I had a lot of fun in those, so I'm really excited to get back in the car and to work with
0: Mike Carver and Chevy. So you're, you're 15 now, right? You'll be turning 16 yep. later this year. You, you made the move to uh, full body stock cars at the age of 12. So that was just a few years ago for you, uh, running the CRA junior late model series. You won the, uh, I guess you started that in 2019 and actually won the championship the following year in 2020. And you're the first, one of the many accomplishments, uh, that, uh, that you've marked your name in is the uh, first and only female uh, title winner in the history of uh, the CRA. Um, do, do, you con- do, do you consider yourself a trailblazer?
2: Um. Well, I did get the Wendell Scott trailblazer award. So uh, ah. my mom says that, but um, yeah, we made in 2020, it was a lot of fun that year, obviously not with COVID, but uh, being able to race, um, we were able to get, um, a bunch of wins that year and stuff, and so um, 2020 was a lot of fun.
0: Now, was it a, a big adjustment uh, for you going from uh, what you were running the uh, the midgets or, or micro little cars, going to a full body car?
2: Um. Well, before we did the junior light model, we went from micros, and then I tested a legend car. I never ran it, but I tested a legend car, and then we went to the junior light model, um, and it definitely was different. Obviously, because I was an 11-year-old switching from dirt to pavement and then from a micro to a stock car. But um, we tested and we practiced a lot. Um, and so that's why the first year junior malls didn't go very well. Um, but the second year, we were able to get a hang of it.
0: How'd you end up uh, running down in the, the southeast? I mean, you, you ran at uh, Hickory and you got some... Uh, you marked your name in the history book down at Hickory there. You got the... Uh, was it youngest female race winner in a uh, 50 lap limited late model feature back in September. And then a couple of weeks later, you became the youngest female late model race winner there as well.
2: Yeah. So after I won the championship in 2020, um, that winter we went down, to, we came down to North Carolina and we started working with Matt Piercy Racing. And so all winter long, we tested a limited late model. And then in 2021, we started racing limited late model. And at the end of the year, we finally were able to pick up a win in that. And I was the youngest female to win a limited race. And then um, the next weekend we went to Hickory, I won in late mall stock. Um, so because you have to be 14 to run late mall stock there. So that was really awesome. Uh, my friends and family were able to be there. And so I was really glad I was able to win um, with them there. And then in 2020 last year, we started off running Hickory in the Le- Matt Piercy's. Play stock, and I became the winniest female
1: at Hickory Motor Speedway.
0: You're not getting a big head or anything, are you? <laughs> no. Uh, well, my mom might disagree. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: were are uh, both of those wins uh, last year uh, in the same car.
2: Yeah. So all my wins that I had at Hickory were in uh, Matt Piercy Racing's car.
1: Okay.
0: So why? What? How did you end up uh, going the the pavement route as opposed to? Uh, you know, maybe going into uh, to dirt track racing, you, you know, maybe moving into a dirt late model or, or sprint car. Uh, is, is pavement where you wanted to go?
2: Yeah, so ever since I started racing, I have wanted to run NASCAR Cup. So winning a championship in the NASCAR Cup Series has always been my goal and my dream. Um, and I had a lot of fun on the dirt, but my mom <laughs> will not let me run a sprint car. And so I knew my career on the dirt would be short. Um, but I'm glad I'm able to run some dirt still now with um, Carver Racing because I it will obviously help me now, um, hopefully, if I get to NASCAR because there are dirt tracks there now. And then that's why we're running some road course stuff and everything, too. Um, just getting my feet wet and getting used to a bunch of different cars so then it'll help me further down the road.
0: I said, does your mom have any uh, qualms about you getting into a, a micro sprint or since the word micro's in front of it, it's okay.
2: Yeah. Since the word micro's in front of it, it's okay. She likes micro sprint race. She loves sprint car racing. She just, when I was born, the story is when I was born, she told my dad, I will never be able to run a sprint car. I got her convinced to let me run a midget eventually, but I won't be able to run a sprint car. Aww.
1: Until you turn okay. 21 we, we, and we, then mom. We, we yep. All-
0: we get a lot of other drivers there that say that their wives won't let them drive a sprint car. Yeah. So, we, I can understand that.
1: <laughs> the Marsh family says uh, says hello. I uh, I guess that Braden Marsh uh, bought one of your cars from your dad. Yeah. And, uh, and Braden is running a uh, a limited late model uh, up in Ohio now. So. Yeah, that's ga- awesome. Y- you guys are doing well. <laughs>
0: So, so last month you uh, picked up a win in the World Series of Stock Car Racing there at uh, New Smyrna. Was that your biggest win so far of your career?
2: Um, yeah, I'd say probably. Um, I've never gone to Speed or, like to race or just to go watch. Um, so for to be able to win there um, and be the only female to win in the pro Mall Series uh, my first time there was really amazing. And I was really glad I was able to do it with my team. And we had an up-and-down week, and so we were really close to a win. And so when we finally got it, um, the feeling was amazing. And I'm really glad we were able to get that. And once we found out that I made history, um, it definitely was a big win for my career.
0: How much uh, attention have you gotten? I mean, you've always had a lot of attention. I mean, I've seen a lot of media reports uh, with you over the last few years. But after that win last month, uh, did, did you get a little bit of an influx?
2: Oh yeah, my phone is still blown up from that. Uh, it's really awesome because we, a lot of people who have gone to Speedweeks to race know that Speed Weeks is so hard. Like it's a lot of money, a lot of energy, a lot of late nights. Um, and so for me to be able to win, and then a lot of people notice that um, is really good for me and my team as well.
0: So, so you welcome all the attention then, and you handle it uh, with. Uh, very very well i guess very adult-ish. even though i yes even though i made the big head comments i mean you, you, you definitely carry yourself very well
2: yeah it's definitely my parents very always keep me humble but um yeah it, i enjoy it
0: okay you you said something about you're down testing down in north carolina right now
2: yeah so my car's tour season opener is this weekend at southern national motorsports park so we tested it all day today and then we have practice tomorrow and then we race on saturday
0: you just wanted to get out of this area because of the snow that's coming tomorrow
2: oh yeah i it it was a little chilly today but last week it was like 70s and my mom she's texted me and she's like yeah it's like 20 degrees here i was like well can't relate but
0: <laughs> <laughs> so your parents don't come with you
2: um so my dad moved down to north carolina with me but okay. my mom still lives up in Michigan.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So where do, do you go to school in Michigan or do you go to school down there in North Carolina?
2: No, before I moved, um last year in about October ish, I switched to online school. Oh, so okay. I do it called on track. And so I do that after I get home from training um every day back at our apartment.
0: How did how did kids do that with the racing before there was an uh, online option? I don't know, Scott. She's gonna
1: <laughs> That, that's, She's going to have to, Katie's going to have to tell us how that works.
0: Uh, that's good that you have that option and can do that. I mean, I think that would make it uh, a lot easier. Do you have time to keep up with uh, your schoolwork and do all the racing? And I thought I saw that you're involved in a lot of other sports as well.
2: Yeah. So when I went to high school back in Michigan, um, I missed a lot of school um, and my parents are big on A's and B's. I have to get great grades and, they, and able to race. And so um, I missed a lot of school and I was also playing varsity volleyball and basketball. And so it was hard to stay on top of a lot of things. Um, but racing obviously is my overall goal and I want to make it a career out of it. And so I knew that I had just switched to online. And so for my online school, we have, we get our assignments for the week. And so usually I try and complete all my assignments for my classes Monday and Tuesday. And so then I have the rest of the week to focus on my training with Chevy and then also, if we have a race that weekend, I don't have to worry about trying to do school at the track.
1: So you keep talking about training. Is that physical training for your racing or for volleyball or?
2: So I don't play. I don't play my sports anymore since it's an online school. But um, I'm the a part of the Chevy Development Program, and so every Monday through Wednesday, um, I go to the Chevy Tech Center in Concord, North Carolina. Um, and I do a workout there, sometimes do some SIM training, um, sometimes some karting, um, and just trying to improve my skills um, physically and mentally. That will help me in racing.
1: Do you do that, some, Ron? I, I do push ups. <laughs> <laughs> well, Actually, push aways. So I push <laughs> away from the table.
0: I <laughs> uh, was. Uh, who are some of your uh, racing heroes, Katie, I mean, other than family members? Uh, are there other uh, racers that uh, that you've kind of looked up to?
2: Um, well, obviously my dad and my grandpa, but um, one of my favorite drivers, who's always been my favorite driver, is um, Kyle Larson. And I don't know if it's just because he races dirt, and I think that that's awesome because I love dirt too. Uh, but I've always been a big Kyle Larson fan, and I look up to him. Um, And he's a really cool dude, so I'm a big fan of his.
1: So when you make it to NASCAR, you're still going to run some dirt races? Yeah. Like Kyle?
2: Hopefully, yeah. I think that would be really cool. Um, I've always said that, like, once I get to NASCAR, I want to be like Josh Berry, too, where he comes back and he runs some, like, mall races every now and then, or I go run a micro or maybe a midget um, every now and then.
1: Here's a tip. Don't go snowboarding. (laughs)
0: yeah so do you prefer uh do you have a preference uh, of racing on dirt or asphalt is one more fun than the other or do you just you just like the racing
2: um i think dirt's a lot of fun but um, that's a good answer that's where i want to be i think they're both fun
0: would you like to see more uh more dirt races in in the cup series
2: Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of am more of a fan of the old NASCAR where it was all at big pavement oval tracks.
0: And speaking of which, uh, you were at North Wilkesboro last year, weren't you? Mm -hmm. How was, uh, how was that? I've never been there, but that it's got a lot of history there.
2: Yeah, that was an amazing experience. That's another thing is when I ran that track, I was still in school and it was the beginning of the school year. So I got the call that I had made it into the field and I had to run after school before my volleyball practice and get all my work for my teachers. And they weren't very happy that I was always already missing almost the week of school um, oh, at the VC. But that whole experience was amazing. Um, car Store did a great job with that. And Dale Jr., I had a lot of fun there. We ended up having a mechanical issue with our car, but um, I qualified pretty good. The fans were amazing. The autograph session was a lot of fun. And just the whole like atmosphere, all the media. I love doing all the media. so. Um, I had a lot of fun doing all that. Um, I talked to Dale, um, and I had a lot. That weekend was a lot of fun. I'm really excited <laughs> for this year too.
0: Yeah, I listened to that uh, that Dale interview uh, where it kind of sounded like you were trying to uh, to make your make it well known that you were available for a ride. Uh, you know, huh. you would love to run for him.
2: Oh yeah, I would. I'm pretty sure anybody would want to run for Dale Jr. But he's a cool dude. I talked to him sometimes whenever i see him um when i went to when we were at two weeks i saw him at daytona we went to the big track and i talked to him for a bit but he's a really cool dude i love his daughters they're so cute um and so i'm also a big fan of his
0: <laughs> any any further discussions about getting you into one of his uh, vehicles in the future
2: i don't know i feel like in nascar that would be awesome to drive for him their late model program is really good too but there's a lot of pressure on that, so we'll see. I'll let Carson Klopp will deal with that.
1: <laughs> so, what's twenty three look like for you?
2: So, I got about fifty to sixty races on the schedule this year. We got thirty pro light ball races um, with Anthony Campy Racing, so that's the full car store pro light ball schedule, and then some Pensacola races, um, and then the Snowflake at the end of the year, and then I'm also running fifteen to sixteen micro races. Which I just announced, so I'm really excited for that. And then um, I also have a few uh, Spec Miata races too, so that's definitely going to be a big learning experience. But I'm really excited to work with Shay Holbrook um, and her whole team for that.
0: Now, uh, how uh, if if things would go the way you know perfectly laid out for you in your career? I mean, how how would you how would you see yourself working your way up to the Cup? level i mean uh, would you go arca trucks xfinity or yeah xfinity and then cup or what what uh how, how do you foresee things uh, working out for you well, obviously it's not going to happen that way because Scott, i
1: think arca uh she can run a little bit younger in arca than she can in nascar so
0: and i think i saw that you've actually run at least a, an arca west or east series race yeah
1: so
2: last year i ran um vegas and phoenix in an arca car yeah. um we wanted to run ARCA this year, but we figured that we just focused on the pro model and the micro and the spec Miata and just get better at that. So then when I do move up to ARCA eventually, um, I'm decent at the dirt tracks or the I know how to run a road course or stuff like that so that I can be competitive in those classes. Um, and to move up, I kind of want to run everything. I think ARCA is a good learning experience um, to just get used to the cars. And then I've always loved the truck races, so um, I do really want to run the truck. I know some people may say that you don't have to run a truck, but I'd love to run a few truck races, and then obviously move up to Xfinity, and then hopefully eventually Cup.
0: Do you uh, do you get a lot of uh, fans or you know kids coming up to you wanting your autograph at all these tracks?
2: Uh, yeah, almost every single track I go to. Um, I love it when there's an autograph session because the fans are one of my favorite parts of racing. So whenever there's an autograph session, obviously um, a lot of people come through for the drivers and everything or um, back home. Mostly I do it, but whenever I race at Bertrand, I go up in the stands and see my friends and family. Um, And I got, I get a lot of fans that come over um, to me too while I'm up there.
0: Yeah. Are they, are they mostly uh, kids?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I get a lot of, a lot of young girls that come up to me, which I think is awesome. So you're a role model.
0: You're already a role model at 15.
2: <laughs> yeah, their dads, they always tell me, they're like, oh, she wants to start racing now, and I'm like, do it. Like, <laughs> let her do it. so much fun. Do you, do you, what
0: What do you think of the state of, uh, and, and by the way, uh, happy belated International Women's Day, which was yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um. What What do you think of the current state of, uh, of uh, female drivers in the top
1: Top level, top top
0: few series, uh, you know, Arca on up, uh, as far as the the status of women racing. Uh, do you think there's enough of them? Do you think there should be more? Um, what what are your feelings on that?
2: Um, I think that it's amazing that we have um, females who are up there in the higher ranks. Obviously, you have Haley in the Truck Series, and then Natalie, um, Logan, Misuraca, Mandy Chick, um, those girls in the Arctic series. Um, and I think we could always use more girls. Obviously there's a bunch of guys out there that can move up. So I think there are definitely more girls that can, I just think that we need to focus on getting better, obviously like anybody else. So then as we move up, there's a lot of competitive females in the field. So more girls come up, um, and compete against each other for those records and those wins and everything.
0: Well, you definitely seem very focused. Um, have you had any experiences where, you know, like uh, where you're racing somebody and then after the race, uh, you know, you kind of go up to them and, and they're like, wow, you're you're a young girl. I didn't realize that. And you're, you don't race like that. Have you had experiences like that?
2: Um, it does happen a lot. Um, people don't realize that. I get a lot of people that go up to my dad and they're like, I didn't realize she's like a little girl. Um, but. <laughs> Whenever I feel like I get roughed up a little bit or I rough someone up, I always go up to that person and I apologize. Or sometimes I'll go up and I'll say something. But um, I feel like sometimes people don't realize that I have the nerve to go up to them. or um, But I also have the respect to go and apologize, um, which my parents have really engraved into me to always have respect for other drivers that I race against. And I also have to earn respect
0: from had- the other have you had any confrontations with any other drivers?
2: Um, Sometimes. People, well, last year at Florence, which was my last race of the year, um, I got a guy that came up to my window net, but I think that there was a little mis- miscommunication there, um, and I didn't really care. <laughs> like He came over and told me what he thought, um, and I disagreed with him, but I was still in my car racing, so... <laughs>
0: You're supposed to say, I'm not allowed to hear those words. <laughs> yeah. You're muffs. Um, yep. <laughs> there, there seems to be a lot of uh, altercations or disagreements, a lot of hotheads in racing, even uh, this past weekend. We're going to talk about it a little bit later um, between uh, was it uh, Madden and Overton. Oh, yeah. Did you see anything about, do you follow dirt uh, late model racing at all?
2: Uh, no, not really.
0: All right. Well, they had a little bit of a, an altercation in, in the pits. There was no fist flying in that one, but it's one of those puff up your chest and no, you F that and F this and F that. And no, oh, you, they just did. They didn't agree on things. Um, do you think that's good for the sport or do you think that's uh that kind of makes the sport look bad?
2: Um, I mean, racing is a very competitive sport, obviously. Like, any other sport is it's just with racing there's a lot of you make one small like wrong move and it could cost your race car or someone else's race car so I'm sure it does cause a lot of heated emotions I obviously know because I get angry too sometimes when I race but um, I think that's just people being human and it's a part of the
1: sport. Motorsports isn't exactly hockey but when you're in the race car, and, are you making and, and, fun of
0: hockey because I'm wearing a hockey jersey tonight? Yeah, buddy. But
1: you know, emotions run high, and you know you're you're pumped up on adrenaline, and all of a sudden the world collapses. It's 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 hard to let go, Scott.
0: A lot of adrenaline. Yeah. Fine. So, do you keep track of how many uh, how many trophies you've won?
2: Uh, well, I. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, because <laughs> I have them all in my house.
0: So how uh, approximately, uh, or exactly, how many uh, how many trophies have, have you accumulated in your uh, a little over 10-year career?
2: Well, I don't know my whole career from, like, quarter midgets and everything because there were a lot of awards that were handed out when I was 10 years older than quarter midgets. But um, I keep track of, like, the bigger trophies I have. So I have the trophies from my five-degree wins at my house, in michigan and then i have my new smyrna trophy at my apartment in north carolina but um, we definitely have a basement full back home in michigan of my trophies and my dad's trophies and my grandpa's trophies which i think is really cool because there's some quarter magic trophies from my dad when he was younger and then some of mine um, at the same track so i think that's cool just to keep all our trophies together when we get when we build a house hopefully when i get to nascar i want to make a big trophy room and put um, all my family's trophies in it and all our suits and everything. Cause I think that would be a really cool trophy room
0: to have. And you'll have to make sure to uh, have, have that have extra space in it for all the oh, yeah. future trophies that you're going to earn.
1: Katie, a couple, a, a couple of weeks ago, we had a, a lady race around from Australia and uh, earlier in her career, she was mentored by uh, Lynn St. James. One, one of our listeners wants to know, if uh, any women drivers have mentored you uh, in your young career?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, last year I actually met Lynn St. James, um, and she has become a huge role model to me. Her and Cindy Sisson have, have helped me so much um, in my career and just the past half year that I've known them. Um, Lynn will text me all the time asking me um, how I'm doing, or um, I'll reach out to her or Lauren Renier, who I work with, to help text her. Um, and then also, um, Taylor Fern, she helps me a lot too. We used to have these meetings once a month where we just talk about racing and how I can get better. She'd help me with social media because she's a female racer too. So she knows what some things that we have to go through. But um, they are both amazing role models to me and they've helped me so much. Yeah,
0: we, we spoke to you, Taylor th- last Next last time year.
1: you talk to Lynn St. James, tell her that uh, Veronica Veronica McCann. In Australia has nothing but nice things to say about her. <laughs> okay.
0: Make sure to write that down so you don't forget. <laughs> so, um, there's this, uh, this little, uh, thing that we have uh, with the show where it's a big thing. It is a big thing. Actually, uh, Scott Melton, the ARCA driver a couple of weeks ago, uh, thanks to, uh, hit one of his sponsors on his car, uh, donut shop, Donna's donuts, I believe it's the name, yeah. but, um, his next race is at Talladega, and he says if he wins that race in April, that uh, he's going to send us donuts uh, from his sponsor for an entire year because our guests typically go on to win their very next race. Mm-hmm. So, so we're definitely going to hold Scott Melton to that. And you bet your very next race though is coming up this weekend. Uh, so there's a good chance you're going to win. Uh, you got any good? You got any so. good? You got any good food sponsors? <laughs> you can hook <laughs> us up. <laughs>
1: Just the hammer-down mojo is going to carry on into that one. It would not be good if I had a food sponsor because I would be eating way too much.
0: <laughs> well, you want to give a shout-out to some of your sponsors?
2: Yeah, so um, I'm a Chevy driver, like I said. So Team Chevy has helped me a lot this year, um, as well as Wheeler Trucking. their trucking company up by us in Michigan. Um, Russ Wheeler has helped me so much um, in my career, and huge thanks to him. And then also Lauren Rainier and Fram Filters and Autolite Spark Plugs, Victory Custom Trailers and
1: Mobile One. All right, and Mobile uh, One's a good sponsor. They've got yeah. deep pockets. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, racing is Saturday night. You said. Yep. Yep. Uh, Jesse uh, Headinger says Donna Donuts in Flint, and yes, that's the one. Yes, that's them. So there's a box sitting right in front of Ron of the donuts they sent us. There it is, yeah. Um,
1: Don- donuts from Donna's. Yeah,
0: so uh, Saturday night, we're expecting a win from you, and I'm sure in within a few years, you're going to be uh, trading paint with Kyle Larson and, and probably uh, beating that.
2: hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Katie, do you oh. know if that race this weekend is going to be live-streamed at all?
2: I think it's on... Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, so... All the races now you can watch on all the cars, car tour races you can watch on Flow Racing.
0: Very I good. That was on Flow, yeah. And the uh, Dirt Vision's going to have the the Millbridge stuff next week, yep. right? Yep. Awesome. Well, since uh, we're going to have snow and probably have to watch racing <laughs> on TV this weekend, uh, we might be checking that out. So uh, we'll be keeping an eye on you. Good luck uh, this weekend and uh, and everything going on at Millbridge. Thank you. And uh, we appreciate you giving us the time to come on tonight. Uh, go get some more practice done. Are you done for the day or practice again tomorrow?
2: Uh, yep. So we're done for the day. My team's waiting to go out to dinner. They're hungry little oh. boys. But um, And then we got practice tomorrow. But thanks for having me, guys.
0: Yep. All right. Thanks for being on and enjoy your dinner. Thanks, Katie. Thanks. Look,
1: have look, a good Look forward to watching you this weekend. Thank you. All
0: right. We'll see you. Oops! I accidentally cut her off there at the end. <laughs> Katie Henninger, um, yeah, I think she's got a pretty big future. We talked to a lot of younger guys, right? Big future. Buddy Kofoid is uh, has not disappointed yet. So.
1: No, no, he's he's doing us well. <laughs> yes,
0: uh, so we'll definitely keep an eye on her. Um, Coming up, uh, we'll talk about that update for the Lorraine uh, Motorsports Complex. we got some racing news. We'll be giving away some Big D's pizza. Uh, we were talking about our uh, newest sponsor, DCR Graphics. DCR is locally owned and operated. They do those full wraps starting at just $350. Ooh. Yeah, $350, not $3.50. Oh, well, okay. That would probably, probably put them out of business pretty quick. But uh, they specialize in banners, stickers, diecast, and T-shirt designs. They can make... a. Uh, uh, designs for little uh, diecast really cars versions of your your cars so uh, yeah cool stuff there uh, they can do uh, graphics on any kind of car sprint cars late models modified stock cars compacts um, even your uh, car that's out in the driveway really I think so yeah I don't have, you pay them I'm sure they'll do it.
1: Pretty sure some some member of my household would be really PO'd. You should put she a 35 gets, on the side. She gets back and find her car's been wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well she's in Florida. She won't know. Um if it can be measured, it, they can do the graphics for it. Call or text DCR graphics at 419-308-9523. That's four one nine-three zero eight-nine five two three. Or check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCR graphics. Tell them Hammerdown down race report sent you. Uh, also, freeze-frame photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lanes. They have those custom kid cups, 20-ounce tubblers, water bottles, and more. And uh, they can put uh, any picture uh, you want on there. you could, They could, uh, if you want to throw darts at it, you could get, tell them to put a picture of a driver you don't like. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Anything you want to do, just call Charlie. Uh, just like DCR Graphics, he'll do a, you know. You can think of it. He can do it for you. 419-476-9978. 419-476-9978. Freeze frame photos. Special moments frozen in time. Also, thanks to Oakshade Shade Raceway. Ryan Miller, Race Cars, Head Hunters, Barber Studio and Salon in Perrysburg. A little bit of uh, racing action from this past weekend. Um, yeah. Racing Roundup the uh, World of Outlaw Nas Energy Drink Sprint Series uh racing at Volusia Speedway Park Sunday Carson Macedo picking up the win uh, also Jane Syncfaden uh picking up uh, the makeup feature win from the rained out event in February they made that up yep. and then uh, Monday night David Gravel picking up the win uh former guest uh I think I just forgot to delete that Forget that, that one. one Yeah I, no I just forgot to delete that stuff Oh uh, NASCAR action, uh, at, uh, Las Vegas motor speedway this weekend, Friday night, Kyle Bush picked up the win in Victoria's voice foundation, 200, the
1: truck series dominating win. Okay. He made it look bad.
0: Uh, Austin Hill picked up the, uh, win in the Xfinity series race. The Elsco uniforms 300 and then William Byron. Got a break there with that uh, late caution. That Kyle Larson looked like he had things locked up, and then green white checkered
1: finish. I saw that caution, and I, I knew how it was going to shake out. And, and his re-
0: team got him out in front of Kyle Larson. Yeah, in the I really pit, so. wanted.
1: I'm I'm like Katie. I'm a big Kyle Larson fan. I I wanted him to win, but I kind of saw how that win was going to finish
0: so William Byron picking up the win there in the Pennzoil Four Hundred presented by Jiffy Lube at Las Vegas. The NTT IndyCar Series also in action, uh, kicking off their season on Sunday with uh, Marcus Erickson picking up a crash-filled Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. I haven't watched an IndyCar race in a while, and I decided to watch that race. Oh my! And there oh, was like rule things I didn't I I'd forgotten about or just I, like the passing button yeah. and oh, push to pass yeah, yeah yeah and uh what else was there the two tire compounds and they have to run each compound they have to run at it least doesn't matter when but
1: at, at least once
0: yeah at least once and i was and there was like one compound that seemed kind of crappy compared to the other i was like what am
1: i missing they, here? yeah, they, they like the standard <laughs> compound and not so much the softer one yeah yeah
0: it was just a it was a weird thing but, but boy, uh boy there
1: were some Aerial acrobatics. Oh, my yeah! One gosh. driver got
0: taken to the hospital, uh, but uh, yeah, some crazy stuff there. And uh, that was our how many uh, question for last week. How many cars were going to finish on the lead lap?
1: Not as yeah, many we, as we had. Not home. as
0: many as we had uh, originally <laughs> thought. So uh, we'll we'll find out who the winner is there. Uh, coming up in just a little bit. So, first off, got to mention Oak Shade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race every Saturday night, starting at the end of April. What is that last Saturday in April?
1: It's the last Saturday in April.
0: There you go. The last Saturday in April. That's opening night at Oakshade Raceway with... uh, Actually, it's right here. It's the 29th. I have it written down. Look at me. Yay! Uh, Sportsman, uh, the Dominator Super Stocks, and the Compacts. That will be uh, the three classes in action for opening
1: night. No late models on the Late models the 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 following week. Now, there might be some late models there testing, which is usually the case. But they won't but not be Not in
0: competition. Right. No points or anything there. Uh, also, Ron Miller Race Cars in Lambertville, Michigan, 734 856 for race cars, parts, safety, equipment, service. Everything a racer needs. Uh, advice? He
1: does that for free. Sometimes.
0: Um, yeah. And you're more likely to do it if you buy parts from him too, right?
1: It doesn't matter, It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. You know. <laughs> Advice, opinions, you know, they're all the same. I guess uh, Katie's not on the phone there
0: anymore, but uh how about we do some of this? Latest racing news. Uh, officials have announced the formation of the Air Max Super Late Model Series. The series is meant to uh, be for the weekend warriors. Did you hear about this series? I did. The teams who work uh, their normal jobs during the week and race on the weekend. Any driver can participate in the Ohio Valley region series. Uh, The inaugural 2023 race schedule has six races, two each at uh, Muskegon County Speedway, molar raceway and atomic speedway. Each feature pays 3000 to win. The uh, season point fund will pay 5000 to the champion.
1: Scott, did you see that, uh, atomic is is paying three thousand to win you're, you're gonna that's, get that's, to that that's
0: it right here we'll, we'll go right to that now yeah okay. they've uh, all atomic speedway was that just today or yesterday it was just uh, recently yeah uh they announced uh, their regular weekly payout uh, non-sanctioned events just right. a weekly show and uh for the 410 sprints and late models it's 3,000 to win
1: every single week every and, single week
0: 1500 for second and a thousand for third 300 to start
1: that's not bad. That's you, a lot of money. It really is. But uh,
0: is that d- going to put? Uh, and I kind of p- pose this question to you: Is that going to is that going to get too expensive for some tracks and put them out of business? If they're you know if they, try they, try, to keep if, up? they
1: tr- if they try to match that, yeah, um, it, it could result in some lower car counts at at some of the neighboring tracks.
0: Oh yes, definitely, because they're going to go where the money is. Or at least promised. Right. So, uh, Chase Elliott, we, we, you mentioned kind of this. You didn't mention him by name, but uh, he had a problem on uh, Friday. Yeah. He fell down and hurt
1: himself. Well, don't go break. Yeah.
0: Chase Elliott, driver of the Hendrick Motorsports, number nine, did not take part in the Penske 400 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. On uh, Sunday, because he was injured in a snowboarding incident on Friday, the 27-year-old suffered the injury uh, to his left leg in Colorado. He underwent three hours of surgery on Friday night. Um, to
1: repair the brake.
0: Yeah. And uh, Barry. Josh Barry. Josh yeah. Barry, yes. Thank you. I couldn't, for some reason, I didn't put down his first name. Um, filled in for him. He has uh, two starts, had two starts in the uh, NASCAR Cup Series prior to that. Uh, uh, Elliot's expected to be out for six weeks as he recovers. Uh, Junior Motorsports, Josh Berries will fill in on the ovals while IMSA star Jordan Taylor will pilot the number nine at the circuit America's race. Um, when he returns, Elliott will need an exemption from NASCAR to compete in or for the 2023 NASCAR cup series championship. Uh, drivers must Run every uh, race to compete. However, NASCAR typically hands out exemptions for injuries, but usually those injuries are in racing events.
1: Right now, how much is he going to compete if he misses six shows?
0: Well, he would have to win to get into the chase. Right. And once he gets back, where yeah, because he hasn't gotten a win yet. Right. There's only been a few races, so he would have to win to be in the chase, and then they would have to give him that exemption to make him eligible. So and, and I know there was some question about opening that up to uh non-racing related injuries.
1: Yeah, but if but it's like if, if Kyle Larson happens. gets hurt at a midget race. If he um, falls
0: down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. I mean, you can get injured doing anything. So, we'll see. As of right now, I I, I don't know if uh, NASCAR is taking any. I, they'll probably wait until he comes back and kind of figure things out at that point is what I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. It's NASCAR.
0: Uh, the Chicago street race announced the official race names and lengths for the 12 turn 2.2 mile street races that will take the uh, NASCAR cup series and Xfinity series past and through many of Chicago's most renowned downtown landmarks over 4th of July weekend, July 1st and 2nd to honor the historic day of, uh, The historic, I'm sorry, to honor the historic city of Chicago, Uh, the Cub Series race will be named the Grant Park 220, and the Xfinity Series race will be the Loop 121. The uh, Grant Park 220 will be a 220-mile race with 100 laps and the Loop 121. Guess how many miles that's going to be? 121 miles. Good answer. Wow. 55 laps for that. Fontana's nearly uh, 30-year-old auto club, Speedway, will be re- replaced by a multi-million dollar logistics hub after Ross Perot Jr.'s Hillwood Development bought the property. I didn't. It's been a while since I've heard Ross Perot's wow. name. I you didn't did, realize there was a junior.
1: I didn't know. Yeah, okay. Uh,
0: the Dallas-based Hillwood Development Company and uh, CBRE Investment Management uh, purchased 433 acres of the Speedway property for an estimated... 559 million. Ouch. Uh, according to Corian Properties, Auto Club Speedway received entitlements from San Bernardino Bern, San Bernardino San Bernardino uh County in uh, 2021 to reduce the size of the existing 2-mile track to develop a smaller half-mile next-gen short track and to make uh Uh, room for the logistics center auto club speedway will retain ownership of 90 acres for the short track and parking lot rights for 106 acres around the track auto club speedway president lane allen said the new track will not be ready to race until 2024 according to uh nascar and uh, nascar
1: began racing there back in 1997 i i believe that that was a nascar owned track wasn't it
0: uh penske i believe
1: Okay.
0: Originally, but uh, yes.
1: But they in the half mile configuration, they should have a cup race.
0: I'm guessing. I think that's the uh okay. the plan, but nothing nothing is official yet, so who knows. But I I find it hard to believe they wouldn't have a cup race in California. Yeah. Unless they find I, another track next year.
1: Suppo- you suppose they'll uh Riverside? Copy is Riverside r- r-
0: still there or is that gone? I think it's there. Oh, they do have uh, Sears Point or whatever it's called, right. Infine right. in there. I don't even you know. know I
1: name. wonder if they'll copy Bristol because they do dirt. I, you could throw dirt on it, but uh, as a pavement track, Bristol is it's a it's a fun place to watch.
0: I think uh, some of the renderings I saw kind of had it still using that uh, kind of D shaped uh, front stretch, right, and then kind of having like Martinsville corners.
1: Kind of flattish.
0: Well, I don't know about flat, oh, but okay. real sharp. Okay. As far as banking, he didn't really say. So I don't know. We'll have to wait on that. So we mentioned uh, Chris Madden and Brandon Overton uh, having an altercation. Uh, that happened during last weekend's Cherokee Speedway March Madness late model feature. And I'm not really sure what the beef was about. It was, I was <laughs> kind of confused I think by somebody it. Somebody ran out of room. Well, Madden got a flat tire and. Uh, Flat right front and kind of pushed up into Overton on a restart. Uh, what was that like? Lap thirty six. Lap thirty six restart. It got into Overton. Both drivers made contact and stopped on the front stretch. Then things uh, further escalated in the pits. And uh, here's uh, a little bit of what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Madden's kind of yelling over at Overton. Overton gets out, they're bumping chests. Definitely not a hockey fight.
1: (laughs) Settle
2: it! Settle
0: it! And the guy with that's filming this in the pits, he wants them to fight. (laughs) That's
1: it. Hit him! Hit him! Hit somebody.
0: They have the drivers separated. Looks like things are oh no no no. We're not done talking. Gotta come back. I'm gonna yell at you, you're gonna yell at me.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then uh there was a little bit more after that, not involving the drivers, but uh I don't I don't know what they were mad about. It looked like you know he got a flat tire, ran into it. Unless the I didn't watch the race, so maybe something else happened prior to that. I, I in, think in maybe he
1: pushed, and that's what caused the tire to go flat. But I'm, I don't know. I don't. Did you see
0: the restart where I didn't? Okay. What well, I mean, I, they're I, coming I, off of turn four, and they were in the second row, I do believe. And Madden's on the inside, and just his, his car went straight, uh, and you know, as they're coming to the green flag, because yeah. the right front's down. But I don't. know. I thought it was just a weird deal. Uh, Update on that. uh, Should this be breaking news? Breaking news? Hey, listen, this is breaking news. We'll do that. got a couple breaking news stories today, actually. Which which one's breaking her? Probably the second one. Okay. This one's not as breaking as the first one, but... (laughs) Uh, Cromwell uh, Park Landfill, uh, the proposed motorsports park there in Lorraine over near Cleveland, had some developments this week. Good developments. Well, progress, I guess you could yeah. say. As reported by uh, the Chronicle Telegram in Lorraine, City Council, Lorraine City Council sent an agreement to its uh, Building uh, and Lands Committee to sell the landfill land uh, to. I'm not sure if it's Excel or Zell. Or I'm sorry, it's just X-E-L-L.
1: Excel, yeah.
0: Excel, okay. LLC, which is owned by Skylift CEO Nick Jarmo- Um uh, That committee is uh, set to meet again on Monday, the 13th. Uh, the proposal and it would have uh, Zell or XL as the developer of a motorsports park originally p- pitched by Chris McCrone back in December of 2021. Uh, and Jermozik says his group already has an event booked for August.
1: Whoa,
0: yeah, they still haven't even uh, purchased what kind of an event. But, um, uh, uh, well, I'm glad you asked because I actually talked to uh, Chris McCrone a little bit uh, today and asked that same question, as a matter of fact. And also, I was, it's a the article kind of made it sound like Chris wasn't involved. It was this other guy. But Chris is working with him, with uh, the Nick uh, Jermozik. Uh, they're kind of working together. and Nick is his partner. Uh, the scope of the project got a lot larger. Uh, Chris's uh, focus is leading the racing side of things. And the event they have scheduled is an Ohio Sprint Series karting event. in oh, August. Okay. Because uh, the uh, they're estimating that the cart tracks uh, will be done sometime in July.
1: Well, I, and if I remember right, that was their focus was getting the uh, the cart track kart done
0: first, the, and then the the three eight mile oval dirt track, oval, right. yes, which it sounds like we'll, that's we'll still follow. still in the plans. Very good. Yeah, so uh, there's going to be a lot more public information that'll, that they're going to start sharing in April, um, and they're going to do updates twice a month via social media and their website. We should get should be oh. getting some more information. Sounds like the ball is finally starting to roll on that motorsports park in Lorraine. Uh,
1: in case somebody wants to watch what their uh, proceedings, what's the website?
0: That's a good question. I will post that on uh, our Facebook page. Okay, uh, Facebook.com dot slash report. Fine. I uh, thought
1: maybe you were looking at it on. No, there, no. he's
0: no. I was looking at my uh, messages with uh, Chris, but oh, okay. I think it's. Um, like Chris, there's a McCrone's Motorsports website. web It's mostly for the karting deal. Cause right. he's been involved in karting. I think that's might be where it is. Uh, and I, but think it'll, be posted, start a, a it'll podcast, be posted yeah. on the, we'll definitely down. share that. Yeah. Right. Uh, this, uh, weekend, spring 50 at Florence Speedway has been postponed to April
1: 1st. Why would that be Scott? I don't
0: know. It's Kentucky. They're not going to get snow down there.
1: No, but they're going to get a boatload of rain.
0: Yeah. Uh, BCSN, the, uh, Toledo area-based sports cable channel, uh, will feature several racing events on their Monday night racing programming from Toledo and Flat Rock Speedways this season, including the, uh, Silver Crown series race on, uh, August 5th. It'll be tape delayed. Right. It'll actually be run, run on, uh, the following Monday. So you Monday. have
1: to have Buckeye Cable to watch that?
0: Yes. Oh. Or. Or. Have, uh, their cable internet service and then you can watch stuff on their app
1: oh okay yeah
0: which i'm gonna yeah hmm i didn't think about that <laughs> anyway uh you've got a
1: smart tv you could probably figure that out
0: i don't know it's not that smart but uh yeah and i know somebody who works there that uh was trying to get some other tracks really on that uh, thing Would i you... thought they used to do the motorsports on sunday nights on bcsn could be um, oh, here's the other breaking news. Let's uh, oh, this is, this breaking
1: is, news two
0: Yeah, bigger breaking news. Just announced this afternoon that uh, Jonathan Davenport, last year's uh, JD Money Man yeah. in dirt late model racing, over two million dollars uh, in winnings, he is going to be making his NASCAR Cup Series debut on the dirt at Bristol
1: Motor Speedway. That's pretty cool. It really yeah. is.
0: Uh, he'll be driving for Collegue uh, Racing on uh, April 9th when that races. Speaking of races, see how he does.
1: You know, when Scott Blomquist went there, he tried to reinvent the wheel, uh, wanted to change, and, and that was in a truck at the time.
0: But, uh, he that. wanted
1: to change the NASCAR truck, wanted to take the sway bar off, change a bunch of springs, and he was a total embarrassment. I think JD Thanks. is going to be, I think he's going to do very well.
0: We'll see It'll be interesting. I'm hoping he's got a lot of, uh, not necessarily fans, but I'm sure fans of Dirt Late Model Racing will be pulling for him. We'll be watching a cup race. Yeah. And that's it for uh, racing news for tonight. Uh, No hammer down hotline playback, but if you do want to uh, leave us a a message or shoot us a text, go ahead and do so. 419-318-3081. That's 419-318-3081. And, and
1: where can they find that, Scott?
0: Uh, right there on the screen or at hammerdownracingreport.com.
1: Okay. There you go.
0: Um, how about we give away some, some pizza? Is that a good idea? Are you okay with that? <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm just salivating over these donuts that are sitting Ouch. in front of me.
0: How many? Our last week's how many was how many uh indie cars would be finishing on the lead lap of Sunday season opener at St. Petersburg, Florida? I was
1: beginning to wonder if there were going to
0: be any <laughs> cars <laughs> finishing the race. Uh that number was 12. Yeah. 12 cars finished on the lead lap and they had a lot of cars that started. I think it was like 27? Yeah, 27 or 28, but yeah. uh uh you said 14 and I had to one under you. So I beat you there. I 13. But uh, we did have a tie for our guesses uh, because we had one guess for uh, 11, Ooh. Doug Frost. He apparently knew something. And then uh, another guest, David Keegan, picked uh, 13. So we're going to have to spin the Big D's pizza wheel.
1: David Keegan is a very famous uh, Fremont dirt truck owner.
0: Well, he could be a very famous Big D's, Big D's pizza, D's pizza wh- owner. Yeah. <laughs> So, here we go. Spinning the Big D's pizza wheel for a large pizza from Big D's pizza. And
1: it's going to be. And it is David Keegan. David
0: Keegan. He's got some pizza to go along with that truck. So, congratulations. You got a Big D's pizza. You have 30 days to claim your pizza from Dean Henry there and uh, Big D's pizza. And how about we uh, do. We were going to do this week's how many. was how many uh, World of Outlaw. Sprint cars were going to be at Port Royal on Saturday.
1: And that could have been a big number.
0: Yeah, and now it's going to be a very small number of because zero. Zero. Because yeah. they've already canceled it due to the impending... Uh, Snow. weather, yeah. Unstable weather conditions, I believe that's, was that's the official the one, wording. Yeah. Unstable, that's a good way to put it. So, I had to switch things up just before we came on, and you may have seen this uh, inadvertently flash up during the intro tonight, but here is... Tonight's how many? Question and chance to win a Big D's pizza. How many ARCA drivers are going to finish on the lead lap of Friday's race at Phoenix, the uh, General Tire 150? No, I have that, to pick first, don't I?
1: That, that's an ARCA National Series yeah, race. That
0: is an ARCA National. I don't know how many are entered, so I don't even have a, a starting figure, so I'm kind of. Hmm. Kind of stalling here. Dean. Dean's saying 19. But uh, if you want a chance to win a Big D's Pizza, go ahead and put your guests in the comments of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live. And uh, we'll give you until... Let's see what time does that race start. That starts at 8 o'clock tomorrow. So we'll say 8 o'clock on Friday night. 8 o'clock Eastern Friday night. You can uh, put your guests in. So if you're listening to us not live, uh, listening to us on the podcast, uh, if you're in Australia or... India, since we have a lot of listeners there. Uh, you can if still you're pick... in
1: Australia, it's Friday morning already.
0: Oh, well, then you better hurry up and get your guests That's in. It. <laughs> and you got a got a long trip to get to Big D's to pick up your pizza, too, because I don't think he's going to ship that to uh, Australia. But anyways, uh, 8 o'clock tomorrow, uh, you can put your guests in if uh, you're catching us on, on the podcast. So,
1: yeah. You're stalling, Scott. I am still looking. <laughs> you're, you're trying to get a consensus. Uh,
0: I like... I like Nancy's number there. 17, or John Deere's got eight. I like eight. I'm going with 18. That's going to be, that number seems good to me because it's got eight one over it. you, Scott. So you're going 19? Yes, sir. No, 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 19. 19. All right. So we'll find out who wins next week on the show. Make sure to tune in to find out if you won because I'm not going to call you or anything. You just got to pay attention. I'm not a hand holder when it comes to uh, giving away pizzas. But I will make no, it easy if they if you don't do.
1: call we get them
0: really Dean let's work on that you
1: didn't know that
0: I did not know that oh man we should have a lot of pizza then um speaking of uh big D's we have our uh, big D's uh, pizza racing menu and uh, it actually has something local on it so this weekend big D's pizza racing menu even though technically it's not this weekend uh, for the local thing. Next weekend, I got excited, so I had to put it on here for That's this it. week. Attica Raceway Park is scheduled to kick off the 2023 season with uh, construction equipment and supply night with the 410 sprints, UMP late models, 305 sprints. Gates are scheduled to open at five, racing at 7:45. General admission, twenty bucks uh, for that Friday night show, and I believe Saturday was the uh, rain date for that. Um long-range forecast hopefully it'll change and I'll, it can change I'll have to I it's, haven't talked a- we haven't talked to Ryan Weekman over at channel 11 all winter so uh, I'll have to get with him this week uh, see if he's gonna be back with us this season for the weekend weather pit stops I hope so I hope I, I don't see why not so uh yeah and uh speaking of which uh, spoil alert for next week's show we're gonna uh be speaking to uh, Brian Liskay. really uh, about the upcoming season at Attica yeah
1: that sounds exciting.
0: We went for uh, Rex. Usually we talk to Rex. Rex retired. Right. We went after his uh, replacement, and his replacement uh, bowed out and said he's going to let Brian take care of it because really? he's, Brian's the public relations, so, I mean, it makes sense. And we like Brian anyway, so. Uh, Brian Lisky will be on the show next week to uh, talk some Attica stuff. Other series action uh, this weekend uh, we mentioned a little bit ago. Or maybe I didn't. <laughs> maybe i don't think i did the world of outlaw nasa energy drink uh spring car series uh they were supposed to be yeah we did port royal yeah because that was going to be our how many yeah. so i did mention that the uh low e insulation spring showdown at uh port royal speedway in port royal pennsylvania tomorrow and saturday has been canceled due to the unstable weather conditions No uh, World of Outlaws this weekend. That just means
1: they don't know whether it's going to snow or rain, but it's going to suck
0: either way, yeah. Arkham Menards series in action uh, tomorrow night, Friday night, the uh, 10th at 8 o'clock on FS2. It's the General Tire 150 from Phoenix Raceway. Then the Xfinity series will take the track on Saturday at Phoenix uh, for the United Rentals 200. That'll be at 4.30 on FS1, and then Sunday, the uh, Cup Series takes over. It's the United Rentals Work United 500 at Phoenix Raceway. Uh, that'll be at 3:30 Sunday afternoon on Fox.
1: And so, that is your so, Big D's
0: Pizza racing menu.
1: Sounds like a weekend with NASCAR.
0: Yeah, I guess. Well, and unless you got uh, flow there, and you can uh, check out the CRA stuff. Right. That's and right. Watch Katie race. See if uh, she can pick up that win and. We should get a, a full year of Mobile One. Ooh, think she can think she can finagle that for us. I don't know. Maybe uh, I'm not going to hold my breath on that one. But uh, thanks to associate producer Dave Kemmer, contributors Matt Swanner, John Young, Doug Doc, Bob Stazak. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report, follow us on YouTube. Uh, listen to us on your favorite podcasting uh, platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You can also uh, check us out, com. Listen to us there. And uh, we're working on a, another sponsor uh, really? that Dean Henry kind of hooked us up with. Uh, I think as soon as we get the check, uh, we're going to be having some more food.
1: Ooh, the check's in the mail? Yeah. Uh-oh. I
0: mean, we might be able to do a, a remote at this place, too, live broadcast, indoors, Ooh. with food.
1: Boy, this is sounding better all the time. (laughs) Stay tuned.
0: Uh, Thanks to our existing sponsors, DCR Graphics. Again, if you're in the market for any graphics for your car this uh, year or you just want to design something cool with uh, some special custom graphics, give DCR Graphics a call. Uh, Big D's Pizza, Oakshade Raceway, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Headhunters, Barber Studio and Salon. And if you're interested in becoming a sponsor of Hammerdown Racing Report, uh, you can call the down hotline at four one nine three one eight three zero eight one, or uh, shoot us a message on Facebook, or somebody get ahead of get a hold of Ron. Somebody yeah. we'll figure it out. So.
1: For all of our friends in Australia that are listening, uh, good morning, and uh, tell your friends we need to get our Australian <laughs> numbers up.
0: Yeah, India's beating them. Yeah, uh, and that's just podcast. That's not the Facebook. That's just people that listen on. Uh, to the podcast
1: on, on whatever platform on whatever
0: platform yeah it's a right. combination of all the platforms that they uh, we get the data for if, if
1: i lived in australia and knew that india was beating you I'd, yeah, I'd, i i i would work on that
0: i have a little beef with india as it is right
1: now yeah you too right? i'm sure
0: my working situation so uh, thanks again to uh, this week's guest katie Hedinger. and uh Good luck to her this week in the CRA and uh, next week at Millbridge in the micro sprint. And uh, as we mentioned next week on the show, Brian Lisskei will be talking the 2023 race season at Attica Raceway Park. So make sure to tune in live seven o'clock on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We're live on all those. So,
1: and, uh, and I see David Keegan's uh, got his guests in for our, for this week's how many. So congratulations on your pizza there, David.
0: <laughs> we're out. I'd say go support a local track this weekend, but um, ain't going just happen. get the shovel ready if you're in this area. If
1: you're in Australia, you don't have to worry about it, right? That's it. It's like summer still if down there. If you're in Florida, it doesn't matter well, either. That's
0: true. All right, we're out of here. Let's go. I
1: know we got at least one listener in Florida. Is she married to you? Yeah. <laughs> Poor
0: lady. Poor lady. Yeah, poor lady for having to listen to us and be married again. It's like a double whammy.
1: That's it. She'll miss her dogs.
0: We'll see you next week.
1: Goodbye, folks. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes,
0: Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform.